This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Look for automakers that export electric vehicles to the U.S. to start throwing a lot more marketing money at leasing. If you hadn't heard, EVs that are leased will qualify for IRA subsidies even if they're not made in North America and even if they have batteries that are made in China. As of right now, the U.S. Treasury is counting leases as commercial transactions, not retail sales. And it says commercial transactions qualify for tax deductions. Currently, leasing accounts for about 19% of all U.S. car sales. But for EVs, it's only 12%. So that's why it's easy to predict that we're going to see European, Japanese, and South Korean automakers pour their EV marketing dollars into leasing. And the U.S. Treasury Department is going to announce further details on its ruling next month. Lucid Motors is struggling to get cars rolling down the assembly line, and it warned investors it's going to miss its production target again. Analysts were expecting Lucid to build a bit over 21,000 cars this year, but it says at most it will build 14,000. Not only did that disappoint investors, who sent the stock price down 10% in early trading, it looks like several thousand Lucid customers who have not received their cars ran out of patience and canceled their orders. Even so, the Saudi Arabian government has a commitment to buy 100,000 Lucid heirs. Last year, Lucid lost $1.3 billion, but that is much better than the $2.5 billion it lost in 2021. Everyone wants to know if automakers will be able to get enough raw materials to build electric cars and batteries. But never underestimate the auto industry's ability to innovate, like getting enough graphite for battery anodes. Today, most of it comes from China and Mozambique. But U.S. supplier Anovion has developed synthetic graphite. And it's partnering with a company called Forge Nano to produce lithium-ion battery cells with synthetic graphite anodes. Anovion is currently building its first large-scale facility, which will produce 35,000 metric tons of synthetic graphite anode material a year. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Volkswagen's electrics are going vegan. This year, all of its ID models will be available with an animal leather-free interior option, which includes more widespread use of recycled materials. Those materials are typically made from recycled plastic bottles or bottles collected as ocean debris, along with other plastics like fishing nets. These are then turned into small plastic pellets which can be turned into or used in a number of products, including seat covers, headliners, floor mats, insulation, underbody covers, and wheel arch liners. In the VW ID Buzz, it uses something like 65 bottles. 
Volkswagen also says it's getting rid of chrome because production of parts is harmful to the environment, and instead it will use a paint that has a chrome finish. With all of these efforts, it hopes to cut carbon emissions 40% per vehicle by the end of the decade. Fans of Toyota's hot hatch, the GR Corolla, will be happy to know that it's expanding the limited circuit edition into the 2024 model year for the U.S. This was supposed to be a launch year exclusive car only for 2023, but it says it's bringing it back due to popular demand. Just for a little refresher, the GR Corolla is a four-door hatchback powered by a 300 horsepower 1.6 liter turbo three-cylinder that's mated to a six-speed manual and all-wheel drive. Yeah, not the typical car you expect from Toyota. And the Circuit Edition builds on that basic formula with a unique vented hood, carbon fiber roof, a rear spoiler, front and rear limited slip diffs, red painted calipers, and leather trim seats and a shift knob. Toyota says it expects to build around 1,500 examples for the U.S. And I know that may disappoint some of our fans outside of the U.S., so here's some good news for piston heads in Europe. While ICEs are on their way to being banned in 2035, there's a provision in the rules that will allow small volume manufacturers to keep churning out cars. Any company that makes between 1,000 and 10,000 vehicles a year will be exempt until the end of 2035. And those that make less than 1,000 will still be exempt after 2035. Unfortunately, this doesn't apply to the UK, but it means the sound of a beautiful V12 won't be a distant memory so soon. Yesterday, Mercedes announced it's going to come out with an all-new electronic architecture for its entire range of vehicles, but it won't be in production until 2025. They continue to call it the Mercedes-Benz Operating System, or MBOS, but the new edition finally gets Mercedes to a fully software-defined vehicle. While most of it was developed in-house, Mercedes partnered with NVIDIA for chips, Google for software and mapping, and Luminar for LiDAR. Some of the features it will offer include 3D graphics with Google Maps, video conferencing, and the ability to watch YouTube videos in the car while it's parked, hopefully you're watching us, and level three autonomy capable of hands-free eyes off driving on the highway at speeds up to 90 kilometers an hour or about 55 miles an hour. Later, that will rise to 130 kilometers an hour or about 80 MPH. Mercedes will also use the new operating system to sell software services and upgrades. It expects to earn an EBIT profit of a billion euros a year by 2025, with that rising to around 8 billion or so by the end of the decade. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Henry Ford II famously said, small cars, small profits. 
And that sure is true of Wuling and its Hongguang Mini EV. Even though it was the best-selling EV in China last year, the small car made small profits. Last year, Wuling made a profit of 85 million yuan. That's a little over 12 million dollars. And it sold 550,000 mini EVs, which works out to only about $22 in profit per car. So what Hank the Deuce said half a century ago still holds true today. Small cars, small profits. Touchscreens in vehicles are popular with customers, but one of their biggest drawbacks is they get easily smudged up with fingerprints. So instead of having to wipe off the screen, GM patented a touchscreen that cleans itself. In addition to red, green, and blue pixels, the screen features violet pixels, similar to ultraviolet light. And it has a photocatalyst coating, which activates when the violet pixels turn on when the car is parked. That starts a chemical reaction that uses moisture in the air to break down the fingerprints, leaving the screen clean. But so far, GM hasn't announced plans to put this technology into production. In the U.S., the federal government offers EV incentives, but so do many states and municipalities. But who knows what's available? So to make it easier to find out, Toyota created an EV incentive finder. You can find it at toyota.com, and it will also find other benefits, like HOV carpool decals that BEVs or PHEVs qualify for. And speaking of Toyota, is it crazy like a fox for pushing hybrids over EVs, or has the company lost its mind? That's going to be one of the topics we'll get into on AutoLine After Hours this afternoon. Dan Neal from the Wall Street Journal and Sam Fiorani from Auto Forecast Solutions will be on the show, and we invite you to join us when the debate gets going at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. But that brings us to the end of this show. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope to see you again tomorrow. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.